Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's headphones nailed! guys and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you a review for a trilogy of films that I've been meaning to rewatch for some time, and that is the Wesley Snipes trilogy of films for Blade. So ever since we got the announcement of Maharshala Ali playing or being the new face of Blade, I have been meaning to rewatch the Wesley Snipes trilogy mostly because um, I haven't really heard, or I didn't really remember too much about the sequels to the first Blade. Um, from the second film, I vaguely remember something about a flashbang killing a bunch of vampires. And then from the third one, I remember something about a vampire dog and Jessica Biel, or Jessica Biel being in the film. So I was like, let me rewatch all three films, see how they hold up, see why I only have selective memory about the second and third films and see how they hold up against each other. So throughout the trilogy of films, when you watch them, Wesley Snipes is definitely the high point of all of them. Um, his smile when he takes out vampires is awesome. His arsenal of weapons, his uh, team-ups with Whistler are always great. His, their back and forth and all of that uh, definitely hold up, which is why the first film holds up the most out of all three. Um, the second and third ones are not necessarily bad, but for me, they're definitely lacking that um, interaction with Blade and Whistler. So the second one kind of deals with that because Whistler was supposedly killed off in the first film. So when you're watching the second one, it's, it's all about um, Blade's quest for revenge. And then the third film also aims to recover that some of that stuff, interaction with the return of Whistler, um, some of his vampire stuff and all that. But then they also bring back some of that, like with the second one, I didn't even remember or realize that Norman Reedus was in it. And then in the third one, we have, um, what's his name who plays, I want to say Deadpool, or Ryan Reynolds is in it. So I, some of, so his interactions with Blade are very good. His comedic um, um, presentation is always very welcome. So, But the thing is with those second and third films, well, the second one, while not necessarily bad, 
kind of gets washed away with the third one because when they introduced Dracula in Blade Trinity, I thought, okay, we're going to get, you know, a whole bunch of history. We're going to get a lot of back-end um, storytelling for, you know, the Vampire Council, the, more of the vampire hierarchy and different families and all of that, and kind of elaborate of what we saw in the second and first films. So while we have, you know, the first film has the Vampire Council, the second one has um a vampire family or a coven i guess i was figuring the third one would take it a little bit more widespread to introduce that hierarchy when you have the backstory of dracula being the uh, precursor to the current age of vampires and all the vampires being his descendants i would have thought that they would have brought more into that storytelling to make it more um kind of to bring that more of that you know vampire structure especially since you have all of the stories with um, the humans being the familiars to the vampires. Kind of like you see in an Italian mafia. So I thought all of that was very well presented. But it was missing just that last little bit of connection to tie everything together. So um, I think what they tried to do with all of that was tie how why um, Blade is important as a daywalker. And Dracula being the original vampire and daywalker and all that. So... I thought that was all good, but just for me, the second and third films were missing um, those connections. So it just feels like they could have taken it a step further, but they didn't quite have a way to pull it all together. Whereas the first one ties everything together nicely without you know adding the extra details of Dracula and all the worldwide stuff. We have Blade fighting that war. We have the Vampire Council. We have a rogue vampire trying to bring Black back the Blood God. And all of that so just all of that was well conceived well contained in the single film so that's why i think the first blade holds up the best whereas the second and third didn't have that tying factor to make it worth it so for me one of those things that would be actually pretty cool is if they if they had made a blade four to tie together the blade storylines and the underworld franchises because of the Underworld films actually, I think, did a good job of all that, that that aspect of it with the Vampire Werewolf War, the Ruling Council, the hierarchies and the various factions and all of that. So, um, which is why I'm trying to remember because I have seen all those films and I don't remember why. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The rest of the films didn't do as good, but for some reason, my memory of it is all the Underworld films generally work because um, all of that stuff ties together. Um, they tie together all of that very nicely, even though I think the second or third film, and maybe this is probably the third where they do like a retconning of the vampire werewolf war and all that. But so I think it was like one of those films, if you watch first and then you watch the rest of them works out a lot better. So, um, for me, that's one of those things where that's why I think Bl the blade films, while very well done with blade with a Wesley Snipes carrying the franchise worked really well. And individually the films were good, but it's just missed that overarching connection to tie it all together and close out the films especially with it just being a trilogy that um it could have been done they could have rounded it out and finished it off uh, nicely um i don't know how that relates to you know and of course to tie it to the real life where wesley Snipes had his tax issues so i don't know if that factors into any of that and that's pure speculation and guessing on my part but it's one of those things where Things like that, with you know, like uh, for example, the TV show of Heroes. I think the second or third season was plagued by the writer strike and um, a lot of issues on that front. So um, the, the series kind of went downhill. I want to say the middle of the second season and into the third. So um, things like that, you know, real life can of course put a damper on um filmmaking and storytelling and all of that sort of stuff so with all of that being said um i do rec still recommend giving the blade films a watch um overall i do enjoy them quite a bit so the first film blade is of course the or wesley snipes is the big draw for the films the second one is a bunch of different things, but you have Blade teaming up with the vampires. Norman Reedus, I want to say, is probably the second. He's a draw now because he's a bigger name, but it's good to see him in this film. I liked his character quite a bit. Um, the story between Blade and Jessica Biel's character, while kind of thin, was very well done. I liked the connection towards the end when the little girl is killed by the vampires and Blade has her use her anger to fight the vampires so i liked the simplicity of that scene and the weight of that scene to get her to be motivated to um avenge her friend's death so um like i said overall i recommend it um i would probably give the first blade a grade of about an a the second and third films i'd probably give them a b just because i didn't think they were bad overall like i said they were pretty good but they were just missing that final kick to tie it all together. Um, overall franchise grade, I'd probably give all three films just a good average of like about a B plus to an A minus. Overall, very well done. Um, would have been nice to have more of the history and connections with Dracula and the ruling council, tie it to Blade and the Daywalkers a little bit more. But other than that, still good films, overall worth enjoying and um, good to be able to re-watch all of the films all together. So that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can um, f comment on this post on social media 
Um, all the links are on the website at headphonesneal.reviews, uh, which also has links to supporting the show and um, links to past, uh, past uh, posts, uh, subscribing to the show, and all of that good stuff. But thanks for tuning into this particular episode, and until next time.